Hello, I'm Molly and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are in Oakland, California with Dr. Andrew Moffitt. Dr. Moffitt is from Melbourne, Australia, and is the founder and CEO of Vetin Care, a growing group of AHA-accredited veterinary hospitals in the San Francisco Bay area. Today we are talking about dog food, diet, supplements, and healthy treats. And Dr. Moffat is here to help us unpack all of it. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> Great to be here. So um, first, let's talk about dog food. There are so many different types of dog food. Wet food, dry food, uh, fresh, raw. I mean, the list is endless. So what is best for our dogs? Well, I think uh, um, every pet is different in terms of their nutritional requirement and, and their preference in terms of the, the, the type of food, wet, dry. Um, I think, again, I always direct people back to their local veterinarian to have that discussion following the wellness exam so the vet can give you a recommendation on the best nutritional plan for that, for that pet. So um, uh, puppies and kittens are going to need a certain type of food. An adolescent and an adult will need a, 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 a variation of that. And then a senior pet will need a different type of food as well as their lifestyle changes. So what are the differences actually between puppy, adult, mature dog foods? What are those differences? Yeah, so it's all about the, the balance of energy, protein, fats and carbohydrates for the different growth stages of that pet. So uh, any young growing puppy, they're going to need higher levels of protein. They're going to need an appropriate balance of calcium and phosphorus for bone formation and things like that. An older pet may need a lower calorie food to help manage uh, weight gain associated with a slowing metabolism. I'm finding that myself a bit these days. Um, but also they're going to need support for um, like arthritis and, and deteriorating skin quality. Um, not dissimilar to, to humans. So we do want to be making sure we feed the, the right food for the lifestyle of the pet. Um, exactly the form of that, wet, dry. Uh, from a nutritional standpoint, it doesn't really make a difference. There are great wet foods, there are great dry foods. Uh, there are poorer, poorer quality wet and dry foods. It's all about finding the, the food that works best for your pet from a nutritional standpoint. You want to make sure they like it and they eat it. Uh, their stools are maintained. Um, and you always want to try and provide your pet with the best food that you can afford. Like all things in life, the, the typically the more expensive the food, the higher quality, although that's not always the case. And so I think, you know, trying to find a reputable food through the recommendation of a veterinarian or your local veterinarian is a great place to start. Now, I know there's a, a new trend of kind of fresh frozen food. Um, is that healthy for my dog? Is that something that could prolong the life of my dog if I buy into this fancy fresh frozen <clears throat> trend? Yeah, I think, look, I've, I've got to be careful not to upset too many because it's a contentious issue, but I think the, from a veterinary standpoint, all the large organisations in the world recommend against raw diets, okay? And there's a few different reasons for that. Um, at, a, at a basic level, um, there's a minimum standard of, of food quality, and not just quality, but we're really trying to ensure that it meets the nutritional 
needs of that pet in its lifestyle. And there's a certain certification called AFCO. And really, it's important that you're really not feeding your pet food unless it meets AFCO's um, standards. Absolutely. So tell me, if I'm uh, making a steak at home, let's say, and well, there happened to be some leftover, um, what is safe to feed our dogs at home if we want to give them some table scraps or a little human food treat? Are there any big no-nos, things that we should not give our dogs? Um, good question. So, I mean, it is nice to feed your pet to treat um, the love they give you through that treat. My, my cat is very mo uh, food motivated. She'll do anything for a piece of chicken, a slice <laughs> of cheese. Um, but um, uh, not uncommonly, after I give her something like that, she's then got loose stools for a few days. So um, our bacteria flora gets used to a particular diet. When we change that up, we are at risk of upsetting our bacterial flora. Certainly, um, uh, you know, giving dogs treats with high fat content can upset the gut, can cause things like pancreatitis. So we're always cautious with recommending treats, really to keep your pet in its optimum health, feeding them a consistent diet constantly is, is the way to go. So I'd love to ask you about um, prescription dog food. Um, I know I personally have a dog that's on um, uh, prescription food for urinary tract infections, um, or urinary health, I should say. Uh, can you tell us about prescription foods? Why would my dog need one? When do you know if your dog needs a prescription diet? Yeah, so my cat Monsi's on a prescription diet. She's uh, um, got some early kidney changes and she's on sort of a, a kidney support diet. So um, prescription diets are predominantly used to treat a disease. They're essentially medications and they should only be used under the direction of a veterinarian. We'll be back with more care experts after this brief message from Care Credit. Thanks to Care Credit, I can take care of my best friend. Thanks to Care Credit, I can smile again. Thanks to Care Credit, I can be confident. Thanks to Care Credit, I can prepare for veterinary care. I can take care of myself again. I can be myself again. I can plan for Cooper's care. I can take care of my pug family. I can. I can. I can. I can have peace of mind. Welcome back to Care Experts. Let's continue our discussion with Dr. Moffitt. What about dog treats? Are, are there any ingredients I should be looking for in a dog treat? Is there anything I should avoid if I see on the ingredients list in a dog treat? Look, there are so many treats out there and I, I think um, it, it, uh, it'd be impossible to cover all of them. But when I'm, when I'm thinking about treats, I'm, I'm thinking about calorie content. Um, you know, I'll often have patients come in and they're obese and I'm talking to clients about a weight loss regime and we're looking at the food they're feeding and it's fine and they're feeding the right amount, but the pet just doesn't lose weight. And then we find out it's getting 50 treats a day and each treat has 50 calories and that cat is, or dog is just going to town on treats. Um, so um, treats are actually pretty high in calories. So they certainly have to be considered as part of weight management strategy. Um, also want to make sure that the treats are um, typically, you know, moderate in protein, low in fat, so we don't cause any tummy upsets. 
Um, and then I think we want to make sure that the treat is um, soft enough to be chewed and digested. There are certain treats that are really hard and, and they can cause problems with fracture of teeth or obstruction you know, down, down in the bowel. Now, what about those dental chews or dental treats that we see a lot? Do those work? A lot of people ask me about that. I think um, dental chews typically work in one of two ways. There's either an abrasive action, okay, that mm -hmm. sort of replaces brushing, or there's a chemical action, which would be our equivalent, equivalent of gargling. So I tend to think the abrasive action of a dental chew is pretty limited. If you give um, uh, your dog a, a dental chew, um, often that's gone in 10 seconds. It's bitten in half and swallowed whole. It doesn't really do what it's meant to be doing. <laughs> right. Really, that dog needs to be chewing on that dental chew for 30 minutes to replace brushing. So if it's swallowing it whole, it's not doing anything. Now, humans, we take multivitamins sometimes. Uh, should our pets be taking multivitamins? Also, um, how do I know if my dog has a vitamin deficiency? Are there any signs of that? Yeah, um, the, um, this isn't going to be great news for the um, supplement and vitamin industry. But the honest truth is if you're eating a well-balanced diet, you shouldn't need all these supplements. Mm. And certainly if you are feeding your pet a well-balanced diet, that meets AFCO, AFCO standards, that pet should be getting everything it needs from its nutrition. So there's no certain age, for example, that I should start giving, you know, joint pain supplements to my dog? No, that would be based on the wellness exam and your, your, uh, um, your veterinarian's assessment of your pet and recommendations. It also depends on the breed of dog, their lifestyle, their body condition. Now, what about um, skin and fur? Because you did mention fish oil. I know a lot of people um, use the omega supplements for that. What do you think about for just healthy fur and coat appearance? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a little bit like humans, isn't it? So, like, um, you know, if you've got healthy hair and skin, you don't need to take anything. Uh, if you've got unhealthy skin or hair, then it probably indicates a problem. And, you know, if I had a problem like that, I'd probably go to my doctor and say, hey, doc, um, what's going on here? And we'd come to a diagnosis and, and treat it. Right, of course. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. So what about, um, I hear a lot about probiotics and fiber um, for our pets. What's your opinion on that? Good, bad? Um, again, if we've got a good, well-balanced diet, we should be meeting the fibre needs of the pet mm -hmm. and we should also be supporting its bioflora to the point where it doesn't need a probiotic. Absolutely. Well, that's why we're so grateful to have you here to sit down and answer all of our questions about dogs' diet, their supplements, their, you know, all, all of this information. Thank you. We oh, really appreciate it. I love it. it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. And Pets Best offers comprehensive pet insurance plans that can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected eligible veterinary expenses. Together, Care Credit and Pets Best can allow you to provide a lifetime of care for your four-legged family member. For more information, visit carecredit.com. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Through October 31st, 2022, earn an entry for your chance to win $2,000 in the Let's Get Digital Sweepstakes.
Enter the secret word nutrition in the sweepstakes hub to earn one entry now. Head over to the sweepstakes hub by simply visiting carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital. No purchase necessary. A purchase will not increase your chances of winning. Legal residents of the 50 United States and U.S. territories, including D.C., 18 years of age or older, who have a CareCredit credit card as of 9-6-2022. Void where prohibited. Promotion starts 9-7-2022 and ends 10-31-2022. Sweepstakes prizes are awarded in the form of a check. For official rules, including odds, free method of entry, and prize descriptions, visit carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital. Sponsor Synchrony Bank, 170 Election Road, Draper, Utah, 84020. Purchases with the CareCredit credit card are subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See carecredit.com for details. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual medical providers with respect to the information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including CareCredit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for any loss or harm arising from the use of the information provided. Your participation in this presentation constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions. Pet insurance is administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, and is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108. Please see www.americanpetinsurance.com to review all available pet health insurance products underwritten by APIC.